Welcome back to the Only Cure for Borderline Personality Disorder podcast. I'm Shamala Del Rosario. I'm 53. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and I've lived with borderline personality disorder for my entire life. I was convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. But just over a year ago, I stumbled across Brian Barnett, and from that moment, my misperceptions began to unravel. I strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com. And as I continue to do the inner work to root out the underlying subconscious core beliefs that my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth, and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. And just to be clear, these are my personal experiences and insights. I'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health, and anybody that chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and actions. I hope you're all well. I've had an epiphany and I wanted to share it with you. It's about feelings, what they are and how we experience them. Now, I haven't suddenly experienced every single feeling, but I have found the closest thing to compare and it's really helping me to understand what feelings are and how to experience them. And I wanted to share it with you. So I'm going to call this episode a special because it's a real eye-opener for me. I really hope it's special for you too and that you get as much out of it as I have. So as I've said, I've been thinking about anger sadness, fear, happiness, love, and surprise. Now, I hadn't initially thought of surprise as an emotion, but I suppose it is. I've been surprised with many things. And yes, surprised is an emotion, because it can sometimes quite literally take your breath away. It could be due to fear or something completely different. Being surprised could mean stunned, shocked or dismayed, confused, disillusioned or perplexed, amazed, astonished or awestruck, overcome, speechless or astounded, moved, touched or even stimulated. So there are many flavours of surprise. There are many flavours of all of our basic feelings. You know, anger, sadness, fear, happiness and love. Did you know that we have around 5,000 taste buds on average? Now, when I was at school, I was shown the tongue map. A little diagram of the tongue with different sections neatly cordoned off for different taste receptors sweet in the front, salty and sour on the sides, and bitter at the back. But it was wrong. The ability to taste sweet, salty, sour, bitter and savoury isn't sectioned off to different parts of the tongue. All taste sensations come from all regions of the tongue, although different um, parts are more sensitive to certain tastes. But before I do give taste buds all the credit for taste and flavours, it's important to note that the receptors inside the nose 
contain special cells that help you smell. So while we're chewing, the food releases chemicals that immediately travel up into your nose. These chemicals trigger these receptors inside the nose. They work together with your taste buds to create the true flavour by telling the brain all about it. Obviously, other sensations from food, like the look or texture, can also impact on the flavour of the food you're eating. And when we have a cold or an allergy and our nose is stuffy, we notice that our food doesn't seem to have much flavour. Try holding your nose the next time you eat something. You'll notice that your taste buds are able to tell your brain something about what you're eating. Maybe that it's sweet, maybe that it's bitter, but you won't be able to pick the exact flavour until you let go of your nose. And my question for you is, do you taste? I mean, do you savour things? You know, savour flavours when you're actually eating? Or do you just chew and swallow without noticing the flavour? Do you only notice if something tastes a bit off? And is that how you're experiencing feelings? You know, getting the hint of something unpleasant and not exploring what it actually tastes like? Just that it's bitter and then trying to get rid of that awful taste. I know that that, this is what I've been doing. Anyway, did you know that there are five basic tastes? Sweet, salty, sour, bitter and savoury. So does that mean that there are only five flavours? Well, can you taste the difference between the different types of sweetness? You know, honey, white sugar, brown sugar, molasses, fruit sugars, syrup, treacle. The different artificial sweeteners, can you tell what they are just by the taste? Or is it just sweet? It's not just sweet. Each flavour has its own sweetness. Probably the same with happiness, not just happiness, a different flavour of happiness. I mean, what does it taste like to be content, pleased or satisfied? Joyful, delighted, amused, this cheerful, jovial or, or blissful. But then they could be proud, triumphant, illustrious optimistic, hopeful, eager, enthusiastic, zealous, excited, elated, euphoric, jubilation, enthralled, enchanted, rapture. Have you tasted any of these flavours of happiness? Are they different? I would expect so, because feeling triumphant is surely going to be different to feeling amused. In simple terms, I'm thinking it could be like, you know, like an apple. I like apples, but not all apples taste the same, do they? Here in the UK, the apples that are generally on sale are um, Golden Delicious, Granny Smith's, 
Pink Lady, Gala, sometimes Russet apples. But the nicest apples that I've ever tasted were when I, well, they are when I go to the Dominican Republic, especially at Christmas time. I think that they're imported from America or Canada. Not sure what they're called, but they're really red and look kind of waxy, but they taste amazing. The look of them remind me of the, um, you know, the Snow White apple. I can eat a couple of them straight down to the core. They are really delicious. But like I said, not all apples have the same flavour. Just like happiness. Different flavours of happiness. Anyway, how sweet is sweet enough to you? I usually have black coffee, real coffee and no sugar. I don't like sweet coffee, which is strange because I really like cakes, biscuits and most sweet things, but not in coffee. Oh, and I'll admit it here that I also like Marmite too. I don't like instant coffee at all, but on the rare occasions that I do drink instant coffee, I'll have a tiny amount of sugar and milk, just enough to cover the tip of the teaspoon. Any more is too sweet and any less is too bitter for me. In truth, it's probably about 25 grains of sugar and it makes this instant coffee kind of palatable, but not enjoyable. Not like the real thing, not like real coffee. But I probably taste instant coffee more than I do real coffee. Why? Because in reality, I very seldom taste my coffee. I know it's made the way I like it, but I seldom savour the taste, experience the flavour. And that's the same with most foods. I eat, but I don't really taste what I'm eating, unless it's not right. If it tastes unpleasant, then I'll certainly notice. I'm usually distracted or, you know, multitasking and not paying attention to what I'm eating or drinking. I eat certain foods out of habit and perhaps a memory of it once tasting nice, like strawberries. When I was a child, we'd go strawberry picking and I remember them being really big and juicy and sweet. But for the most part, when I buy strawberries, they're usually quite sour. They just look appealing and maybe evoke that memory of sweetness. But the reality is that they don't really taste very sweet. I suppose the only time something tastes exactly the same as we expect would be something like McDonald's, KFC or Burger King. They've got a recipe that ensures, you know, the same taste, same presentation, same price, same everything. But feelings aren't like set meals. Each ingredient is individual to you. But are you really tasting them? Or you're shutting them off because you detect something bitter. Not experiencing the different flavours, but just focusing on the memory of the unpleasant taste and labelling it bitter. You know, bad or anger, shut it off. But many flavours are bitter and they have different flavours. How many different herbs have you tasted? 
parsley definitely doesn't taste like thyme, rosemary or sage. But they're all bitter, aren't they? And they all complement different flavours. It's the same with anger. There are different flavours to it. I mean, there's shame, you know, disgust, contempt and revulsion for ourselves. That's like tasting something whilst having a mouthful of poop. All you taste is the poop. But what about the other flavours, you know, without the poop? Envy, resentment or jealousy, irritability, aggravation, annoyance, exasperation, frustration, agitation, enraged, hate or hostility. Are we always just angry? Is it all bitter? Or are there any sweet or salty flavours there too? I mean, are we exasperated and compassionate? Are we annoyed and proud? Can they go together? Different emotions? Yeah. I mean, can bitter and sweet flavours combined in food taste good? Yeah, well, we, we know that they can. Lots of people enjoy sweet and sour dishes. I like those sour sweets too. Some people like pineapple on pizza and some people don't. But just like flavours, feelings are combined with other feelings. And that's what we need to explore. I've heard the phrase, you know, bittersweet moment. And I'm starting to get that, to understand. You know, feeling joyous and sad at the same time. It's like lemon pancakes. The rich but crispy texture of the egg batter. The sharp citrus bitter tang of the lemon juice. And of course, a light sprinkling of fine caster sugar to make the zesty taste palatable and sweet and the batter crunchy. So we could go through the various flavours. But I what but what I wanted you to think about is the flavour of feelings. Not just that basic taste. Sadness, it's not just salty. There are different types of suffering, agony or hurt. It could be sorrow or depression, disappointment, dismay, displeasure feeling neglected, isolated, lonely, in despair, grief, powerless. It could be shame, guilt or regret. You guys know that my priority has been accepting my um, emotionally unhealthy parenting. I've worked through shame and guilt And now I'm tasting regret. The flavour is salty, sour and bitter. Just because I've worked through shame, it didn't change what had happened. It didn't disappear from memory. And I didn't change the past. It's still salty, sour and bitter. But the difference is that with that salty, sour, bitter taste is also a sweeter flavour 
a combined flavour that makes it more palatable and even enjoyable. The flavours of pride, hope and joy. For me to describe it to you, I need to tell you how much I dislike chilies. When I was younger, I burnt my tongue. I tried milk, yoghurt and sugar to cool it down. Nothing worked and I remember I had to hold my tongue in a glass of water and it seemed like forever. I don't like anything with chilies in. My daughters all like curry. I like the smell of it, but I can't bear it if there's any chilies in it. Anyway, against my judgement, I recently tried some chocolate. And let me read the product details to give you the, the picture. Feel the subtle heat created by this adventurous recipe from the master chocolatiers. The spicy flavour of red chilli combined with aromatic dark chocolate for an exhilarating taste experience. And you know, for me, this chocolate wasn't sweet. It was rich in cocoa and the chilli added a unique and tasty twist. I liked it, which is strange because I hadn't expected that these two ingredients could taste nice together. But like I said, it's a unique flavour. And my feelings are unique, unique to me. It's my flavour. Salty, sour, bitter, sweet and savoury. Combined flavours. And what are we really tasting when we say we feel fear? Are we scared, helpless or frightened? Is it terror, panic, hysterical? Insecure, inferior, inadequate, nervous, anxious, worried, horrified, dread, mortified. Are we really afraid or is it shame? You know, that taste of poop. Are you really afraid? Are you feeling more than one of the fears? And are there any, are there any other subtle flavours, other feelings? We can be afraid and hopeful or proud or triumphant. It changes the flavour of the feeling. It makes sense to dig and taste the feelings. And the best way to taste is to just experience it. And what about the taste of love? There are many aspects of love, many types of love. Does love have different flavours? Do we love partners, children and pets equally? Or does love have a different flavour? Peaceful, satisfied or relieved? Or could it be tender, compassionate, caring? Desire? Passion and infatuation, longing, attraction, sentimental, affectionate, fondness, romance. Can you be fond of somebody and also annoyed with them? Would that change the flavour slightly? Does it make it one or the other? 
I dislike the smell of cheese. But I love the taste of most cheese. You know, hard cheese, soft cheese, cream cheese. I like them all. There's one called Stinking Bishop. It smells awful, but it tastes so good. You know, how we eat our food has a lot to do with how much we end up enjoying that food. And it's the same with how we experience feelings. Feelings seem scary now, but there's nothing to be afraid of. Try experiencing taste. I mean, really experiencing it. And see if it helps you recognise your different feelings. Try slowing down the pace you eat. I mean, how fast you chew and the time between bites. Try this and see if it makes eating more pleasurable. This is something private, something only you can experience. They're your taste buds. Just allow yourself to experience the flavour. There's no danger. It's not emotions. Just flavours for now. So, before you begin eating, take the time to really look at your food. Notice the different colours and textures. Notice how it's plated. Smell the food. What do you smell? Then, intentionally, select your first bite. Make it small so it's got the chance to touch all of your taste buds and slowly chew it. Think about how it feels on your tongue and the flavours that you taste. Maybe close your eyes and notice if the flavours intensify. Once you've completely finished this bite, assess how it tasted and choose your next bite with intention too. Just repeat that process, checking in after each bite to assess how it tastes and evaluating whether or not you're enjoying it. Do do you enjoy the flavours more when the food has been moved around a bit and the flavours are working together? Be honest with what you can taste. And remember, your taste buds are not malfunctioning and neither are your feelings. Well, that's it for me. And I really do hope that I've given you something to think about. And I encourage you to embrace the foodie within and savour each eating occasion and feeling. Anyway, I hope that you all have a lovely weekend. Thank you so much for listening. And as ever, please do continue to like, comment, share and subscribe. And hopefully we'll speak soon. Take care and do be kind to yourselves. Bye.